Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's hour three of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna, in case management is listening, let's start by doing our lip noises. <laughs> That was fun. That's Thanks. a great song by Blink-182. Mm, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's it just, feels... it's very over-enunciated. Yeah, that was their jam. That was sort of their oh, really? thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Where are you? And I'm you? still sorry. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's exactly right, Mike. Yes. And yeah, it can either bug you or it can be sort of the, it's like a moth to a flame. Yeah. You know that it's hammed up, it's affected. You don't talk to Mark Hoppus, and he's like, he wouldn't ask on the phone, where are you? <laughs> right, right. He would say, where are you? It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. I like the sound of it. Um, wow, what a journey we've had today. It's a Thursday, everybody, which means we're going to do Throwback Thursday music trivia at Very 11.30. Exciting. We never know what Rocco's going to come up with, but uh, he will bring us something that we'll do a little deep dive on. Maybe uh, quiz it up a little bit, so we hope you stick around for that. I did see this last night that uh, a Spider-Man 4 is in the works. I, Donna, I don't think you've ever seen any of the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. I have not. I would tell you this. You would. They're good. Okay. They're good movies. Um, and if you watch them, you don't have to like do a deep dive into the whole Avengers world. Tom Holland is great in it. Zendaya is great in it. Uh, John Favreau is great in it. Marissa Tomei, everybody. It's it's just it's good. They're they're, they're right. good movies. Um, I didn't realize Marissa Tomei. Was t- hmm. hmm, that was a tough one. Try it again. Marissa Tomei was in these movies. She is right. She's the new Aunt May in uh, the MCU. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Does she look hot? Yeah. Okay. They reimagine Aunt May in the MCU. <laughs> So the old Aunt May had Cotton Katie Old Lady, uh, old lady, old lady hair, hair, as you would okay. say. Yep, yep. Whereas the new Aunt May is Marissa Tomei. Okay. Put me down for a yes, Queen. I gotta look her up. But Tom Holland's really great in it, and it's like it's just self-aware, and also feels like it cost a gajillion dollars to do, and I like it. Oddly, that's sort of part of the conversation that they're having now regarding Spider-Man Four. In Spider-Man Three, we'll call it that. Uh, we saw the on-screen reunion, the Spider-Verse, the multiverse of Tom Holland's Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. And at the risk of over-inflating it, they did that so well in that movie. It could have been totally awkward and clunky, 
and they just did such a great job of bringing them in. Well, now apparently there's a little bit of a battle, a little bit of a tug-of-war back and forth. Sony Pictures is reportedly considering bringing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back in Spider-Man 4, so they would stay in that Spider-Verse multiverse thing. But Kevin Feige, the big wig at MCU, uh, he and Tom Holland apparently want the movie to be more grounded and maybe, maybe even a little bit grittier, a little bit smaller scale, more specific story as opposed to this big grandiose thing. So I don't know who's going to win there. Tom Holland and Kevin Feige are off, awfully uh, powerful people, but so too is Sony Pictures, who runs that joint now and that is in charge of that franchise and its movie moving forward. So I don't know who's going to win, and I don't know what I would want to uh, to see, but I'll be happy with a Spider-Man for it, whatever it ends up looking like. And you've seen all of them? I believe I've seen all of them, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, okay. I think so. Uh, Miguel, you had a little bit of a mix-up. Yeah, this is super funny. So uh, Tom Hollander, who is a British actor, was on with Late Night with Seth Meyers recently. And he said for a brief time, he and Tom Holland shared the same agency. Oh, And that agency accidentally at one point shipped an email over to Tom Hollander that was the first payment for the Avengers. Oh my! Oh my, oh my God! And Tom Hollander says, and he was—it was really funny. He had a great time with it. He was like, uh, "I was seeing a show at the theater, and I had smugly been in the audience after just doing a B at BC show for thirty k, and I was waiting because I knew that check should be coming in soon. And all <laughs> of a sudden, I get a notification from my agency, and it says the Avengers on it. Oh and no! And he's like, "I don't think I was in the Avengers." He opened up the email, and he saw an astonishing amount of money. He says it was not his salary, it was his first box office bonus. Not the whole box office bonus, just the first one, and it was more money than I had ever seen in my entire life. Oh my it was God. a seven-digit, oh. seven-figure sum. No. And that, again, oh was just gosh. the first payment. And they wow. just mail that, huh? Seven figures, they it, just throw that in the mail? It was through an email, I think, that he said. He opened up the link to it, and that's when it said, you know, Avengers. Yeah, it's probably like, hey, we, we put the direct deposit. Yes. It's into your account now. <laughs> Here's the invoice. Here's the receipt. Moly. Expecting my 30 k for this role, and I just got $4 million. That's crazy. Wow. But fun. Yeah. That is fun. Huh. Huh. Things that make you go, huh? huh. Hey, let's talk about this Whoopi Goldberg story. She's uh, she's is she getting some pushback? You know, I don't know. Depends on what side of the conversation you're with. This popped up on Twitter last night, and I thought I didn't think I would have expected this to go. If I said that Whoopi Goldberg spoke out about Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig not getting nominated for an Oscar, fill in the blank, and what do you think she said next? My guess is you wouldn't go in this direction. Apparently. This posted by Variety last night. Uh, Whoopi said of Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig from Barbie, everybody doesn't win. You don't get everything you want to get. There are no snubs. That's what you have to keep in mind. Not everybody gets a prize, and it is subjective. Movies are subjective. The movies you love may not be loved by the people who are voting. What do you think of that, though? I, I agree. I do. I don't know that I would say that out loud. But I... I I get the gist of what she's trying to say is that, yeah, there can be an amazing performance that doesn't get recognized in this realm. It's definitely been recognized publicly by people like, wow, they were so good in that movie. But 
you only have so many slots to fill. And maybe somebody was better in a different role than Margot Robbie was as Barbie. Sure. I, I don't think there's an I don't think there's anything wrong with what she said. I also it's eleven eleven. Um, I also wish. think I heard David Spade last night was on TikTok. He was like, "Okay, so here are my thoughts on this Barbie thing that none of you are coming to me for." You know, he's always sort of self deprecating yeah. that way. But he essentially said, "Look, like it was it was a really well done movie, and Marco did great, and Greta did great." But uh, what, regarding Ryan Gosling getting the nomination, he said something that I didn't know was true. He said, "Your people sort of." get to make a determination like Margot Robbie is the clear lead of the movie. But after that, you can sort of, I don't know, finagle or politically try to get yourself into or out of a category. So David Spade was suggesting like Ryan Gosling's team probably strategically was like, let's do supporting here because that would maybe we would have a better shot against those pool of actors as opposed to all of the other guys who are bona fide leads but you could also make an argument that he is a co-lead in that movie as opposed to a supporting character who enters in to the you know like uh like uh um who who am i thinking of crazy barbie oh kate mckinnon McKinnon. yeah so that was sort of an interesting um well and i also think that they do that you know across the board they do it with um something that you would not see as a comedy and you're like okay comedy or musical whoa i cried during that movie you know what i'm saying like they're trying to find what do we have the best chance of winning we're not going to win up against i don't know fill in the blank you know whoever was like had the say brendan fraser well, we're not going to win drama against Brandon, Fr- Brandon Fraser. Let's try musical. Yeah. Even though not a song was sung. <sighs> Don't know. I know. Like well, the bear. You... I don't even see that as a comedy. I, I never have laughed at that. Well, maybe maybe a chuckle here on a, because of a line or two, but that's a drama. Best drama with a solo chuckle. And the nominees are <laughs> there. I like that. All right, That's we gotta good. Go. We gotta All right, go. we got to go, but we're coming back. When we come back, we have a study. 12 of the dumbest, pettiest dating red flags. Donna's got that for us. Hey, it is Rocco. No need to jump on the latest weight loss fads where there's side effects and the weight all comes back when you get off the drug. Learn to eat the right way and make permanent changes like I did with MNFatLoss.com. You know, when you lose weight, um, it's often you're just temporarily suppressing your hunger. So, you know, you get off that drug, your frustration, your weight comes back. MN Fat Loss has the secret for quick weight loss and most importantly, lasting weight loss. That's been the case for me. I did the MNFatLoss.com program last March, April, May. I lost about 25, 30 pounds. And now that we're, you know, 10 months later, I am still right where I was when I lost all that weight. Why? Because I am using their time-tested methods that literally over thousands of clients have used with help from MNFatLoss.com. I'm eating real food. I'm keeping that weight off. MNFatLoss.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Steve on my talk 1071. Where talk is fun. You feel like studying anybody? Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Okay, this is kind of hilarious, actually. Um came across 12 of the pettiest. Dating red flags. So this is basically a survey on BuzzFeed, okay? All right. See if you can relate to any of these, okay? Okay. So these are red flags that if you're, just say, on a dating app or something, and you're like, somebody says something about themselves, and you're like, yeah, can't do that. Number one, their ideal home temperature is lower than 70 degrees. Oh, that's funny. That is hilarious. That's me for That's sure. Mm-hmm. My, I don't go. My thermostat is set to sixty four at home right now. That is so wild. Is that cold? Is that? That is cold. Yes, that that is cold. Sixty four for sure. When I'm sleeping, it might go up a couple of degrees during the day. I bet your heating bill's pretty great though, by comparison to people who keep it at seventy or seventy two. Compared to my neighbors who oh, are good. efficient, you get that thing in the mail, anybody? No. They show your efficiency as compared to your neighbors. And it's oh. I'm always like, how much more can I do? I live, a, like, basically alone. I don't use a lot of water. I don't, you know, like all the things. I'm you know saying. what I bet's happening, though? I bet they get a piece of mail that says you're efficient. I bet it's a scam. It's a scam. It's a it's freaking a scam. Scam. It's a scam. 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 Um... Yeah, no, it says I'm good, but not efficient. Anybody with a plain mustache, no other <laughs> yeah. no other facial hair, that is a red flag. Yeah, that's for sure. You need to do some digging there, inside, <laughs> physically, inside of the mustache. But also, you need to ask them, like, tell me about this mustache. Yeah, I don't think that's a first date kind of thing. That's like when you settle into a relationship. I think that would... That feels like a little bit of a hurdle to get over. Just a mustache in general. If I said, do you like this? Like if I showed you a bunch of celebrities and said, do you prefer them with or without this mustache? Solo mustache. I bet you you're going to say without for everyone except for Tom Selleck and Wilford Brimley. You're right. And Sam Elliott. And Sam Elliott. Uh, Okay, so that's a red flag. Uh, Someone said they got... They got the ick from a man she was dating because she watched him run to catch a coin that had fallen and started rolling away. Oh, my gosh. That's great. That is very funny. I got the ick. That sounds like something in an episode of Seinfeld. Yes, yes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Uh, another person said I couldn't date someone with a peanut peanut allergy because I love peanut butter so much. What? What did I do? You almost said penis. I did not even come close. There was no S anywhere in the word. To date someone with a peanut allergy because she loves peanut butter. There was a woman who was on our Twin Cities Live. I've told this story before, but the recipe called for peanuts. 
And she, because, you know, just a little Midwestern mom, she just kept saying peanuts a lot. Peanuts. Mm. And, of course, all I'm hearing is penis. And she said it about eight times in a span of like a minute and a half. Oh my God. And I am now, of <laughs> course, just unable to speak, forcing Elizabeth, per usual, to just carry the weight here for this cooking segment as I try to get a penis out of my brain. You've got to say peanut, nut, not Knit. Yes, that's why you'll go back and listen, and you 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 jammed the brakes there, All but right, you got closer than I you think. I didn't even realize that I was why, doing that. You think Mike and I just both randomly laughed at the same time? I didn't see Mike laughing. I was. Oh, I just heard you. <laughs> anyway, another person said these are uh, really dumb red flags when it comes to dating. I don't date anyone who's new to my city. I'm not interested in becoming someone's personal tour guide. That's I kind of get that, but, but I, there's an excitement in that too, right? Oh, let me show you this. You haven't seen this? You're going to love this. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a little bit of, you know, feeling like you're dating someone younger than you and you have to teach them everything. Yeah. Like references and things like that. Uh, If their ex isn't what I consider to be good looking, that's a red flag. Oh, that's funny. I'm still thinking about the lady who said I got the ick from a man I was dating because I watched him (laughs) run to catch a coin that had fallen and started rolling away. (laughs) Uh, Listen to this one. A man named Dave would have to be an 11 out of 10 for me to go this route again because she had dated three guys named Dave previously. (laughs) Oh, sure. I get some of that mental baggage. It's undeserved, but I understand it. Bad music taste, like a bad taste in music, because when they give me compliments, I think, but your taste is terrible. Hmm. (laughs) Socks with sandals. A lot of kids do that now. Yeah, like six-year-olds. No, no, Donna, like high schoolers. Hmm. You'll see people with white socks, crew socks halfway up their calf with like Birkenstocks or just like slides, like little Nike or Adidas like shower shoes. They're probably trying to make it a thing. I think they've already made it a thing. Okay, you do you, right? Whatever. Another person said, I won't date someone who likes reality television. Watching it on occasion because you're multitasking is fine, but if you know everyone's backstories and timelines, it's a no for me. I wonder if that was a guy who said that. Because women are can give I you would, the backstories. On. I would stereotype and say it probably was a guy. Okay. How about this one? Being the youngest sibling is a hey. red flag. <laughs> I know, right? I'm the youngest sibling. You're the youngest sibling. I'm the youngest sibling. You are? Oh, I'm my an gosh. only child. Oh, <laughs> oh, Mike's the oldest. And the youngest, the youngest and the middle child. Yes, he's all of it. And finally, I completely disagree with this. If they have a best friend of the opposite sex. Interesting. I That wouldn't even occur to me to be a red flag. Yeah. Huh. I guess I get it. Uh, but if it's like a pre... If they developed a best friend of the opposite sex during their relationship, that would feel weirder. You know, hmm. if Lou told me if five years from now, Lou's new best friend was Curtis. What if Curtis was gay? Well, then, I yeah, that would change it because then you wouldn't feel like there is a, a, uh, threat. a, a relationship threat. Hmm. But what if he was straight? And married. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. You don't care about anything. I do. I care about things. 
Just not two things you care about. I can't. I'm bad at time. (laughs) Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk about Crescent Tide because uh, I made a radio ad once that my mom heard. She said, hey, all those things you said about Crescent Tide where they, uh, all they do is simple cremations. They started $1,000. They're good people. Uh, I want to do that for your kids. I want to prepay and pre-plan a simple cremation so when it's my time, you kids don't have to worry about anything or pay for anything. And so uh, that's what she did. She likes getting things done her way, and she also likes helping out her kids. So, hey, thanks, Mom. Uh, It's not just prepaying and pre-planning like my mom did. I think you'll see if you look at Crescent Tide's Google reviews, which are pretty perfect, that when a death in the family occurs and families don't really know what to do, uh, they turn to Crescent Tide, Lisa and Verlin and their team, and they take care of business, and they do so in a prompt, courteous, sympathetic, professional manner. Uh, One review says, you know, even though it's the best price around, it doesn't feel like a discount place. Check them out today. Crescenttide.com. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. On my talk, 107.1. Everything entertainment. Hey, don't forget to vote, please. For us. For us. Don't vote your heart. I don't care about your opinion, frankly, guys. We just want to win. We don't want Lori and Julia to win because of how annoying they are when they win. So... (laughs) Please vote for us. I'm going to go vote for us right now, okay? Yeah, I did it the other day. You did? You know, you could do it for multiple computers. Oh. Right? Oh, yeah. Then we just start jamming it. Everybody else is doing it. The ballot box. Excuse me? (laughs) Uh, Just, yeah, just go down the thing. Just everything that says Donna and Steve. Just click that. Just that's what I'm doing right now, everybody. Follow my lead. You'll get it, King Charles. That pains me. Okay, it's that was fine. funny. It's fine. It was funny. What category did we nominate Prince I Charles don't in? Comeback of the year. Yeah. Okay. The man was in the shadow of his mother for two hundred years, and then he finally became. <laughs> I, the I don't king. think it was quite two hundred years. I'm rounding up. Oh, okay. By what? A hundred and like twenty. Thank you. Now she had cotton ca- cotton candy old lady hair. Oh, I don't think so. You are full of crap. You could not pass a lie detector test right now what? at all. Let me go look at a picture of the queen. The queen uh, Elizabeth? Yeah. Donna calls old lady hair cotton candy old lady hair. And when you say that, the vision that I have in my head is the hair that Queen Elizabeth has. I mean... You're just trying not to get canceled by queen <laughs> lovers. You are so full of crap right now. Oh. Hmm. What, uh, is that not what you're meaning? We love it, by the way. If you have it, wear it. Wear it proudly. It's a problem. Like, your hair just... Changes texture. Yeah. I wonder if that happened more, though, because women were getting perms a lot more. Yeah, and kind of teasing their hair and spraying it. That could be. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen to all ladies. I bet it has to do with this hairstyles that you had. Queen Elizabeth, though, yes or no? I don't know. You're a coward. I can't tell. <laughs> You're a baby coward. You're, You're a, a baby. baby coward. You're one of the littlest babies I've ever seen. Uh, and I've uh, seen multiple I'm Steve. babies. I had to have a root canal. I didn't feel a thing. It was awful. Hey, Donna. I went in for a <clears throat> procedure yesterday. Oh, hey, Steve. Hey, Sorry, Donna. I was talking to somebody uh, that came to the door. What's up? It seemed like you were talking about me, though, because <laughs> I had a root canal yesterday. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Did I go overboard by printing off the Steve Strong t-shirts? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. 
But it was a good deal, <laughs> and I'm still going to sell them. You're ridiculous. I'm fine. They 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 filled my canals with rubber. Yeah, that's uh, great. I have a lot of that in my teeth. Yeah, you've had multiple root canals. Oh yeah, you have. I don't. I don't think I have any real teeth, teeth left. Oh, by the way, when he told me, "Hey, you're not going to be able to feel hot or cold on that back tooth anymore," and that was like a sensitive tooth for me. In my mind, I was thinking, um, any chance we could do like elective root canals? Take all the nerves out. I don't need any of these nerves. Get them all out of my head. I don't uh, want to feel anything. You might want to Google some information first about that. Earlier, Donna was talking about peanuts and uh, had a little bit of a verbal slip up that I heard, Mike heard, Donna for sure did not hear, which you'll hear when she gets immediately defensive. But then Rookie um, from Garage Logic came down and also said, nope, it sounded like that, but let's allow you to be the judge. Here is Donna from earlier in the show. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, another person said I couldn't date someone with a peanut peanut allergy because I love peanut butter so much. <laughs> what? What did I do? You almost said penis. I did not even come close. There was no S anywhere in the word. I still don't hear it. <laughs> At a minimal, oh it was a peanut. Let's listen, peanut. Uh, another person said I couldn't date someone with a peanut Peanut allergy because peanut. I have peanut butter. The problem I almost is said you peanut. S- you stopped right with the peanut, and then you stopped there, and then reset it. So then we all instantly were like, "She was about to say penis." Oh, yes. yeah. you guys are like twelve. That's what happens when Jeez. when I um, and I actually haven't mentioned this before, and I feel a little shy doing it. I used to work on a local television show. Oh God! <laughs> and I was opposite Elizabeth Reese, and I'll be she, back in eight minutes. She said, "When the show's over." <laughs> she said Reese's penises on the air instead of Reese's pieces, and I walked off the set, Donna, like a professional. <laughs> but she did. She also later said that she, uh, in a different episode, said that she was a va- a recovering vegetarian. Oh, boy. What a difference a vowel makes, huh? Sure does, Steve. Thanks. Can I hit the next button? I don't care anymore. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. Soup. Soup. Soup of the day, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, Brian. Uh, Boy, Brian, everybody's on Ozempic, huh? Uh, I guess. (laughs) Can't do it the right way, huh? Hey, 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 hey. wow, sorry. We were talking about diabetes, bro. No, hey, you weren't. No, you weren't. (laughs) No, there's a good Jim Gaffigan, not Jim Gaffigan. Who was it? Kevin James bit that I sent Donna this morning. It was very funny. Where his doctor came in and told him he was pre diabetic. He was like, aren't we all? Right. <laughs> I think unless you have it, you're pretty diabetic. Anyway, yeah. um, what's the soup du jour today? I got uh, sausage, kale, and parmesan. Mm. Oh, that's a great soup. You know this one? I know. I know that style of soup. Those yeah. ingredients, marvelous. Really, really good. Mm. Donna hates it because there's sausage. How dare you put right. protein in there? Right. No, it's not that it's protein. It's that it's processed. Thank you. What's processed? The sausage. Why is it processed? Mm-hmm, because it goes through a process. It goes through a grinder, <laughs> yeah. and then we add spices to it. Yeah, then we put it in some kind of intestinal wall. It's not no, a hot dog, Donna. Wrong. 
It's some kind of intestinal wall. It's a ground <laughs> pork with, it's like a hamburger seasoned. Okay, so minimally processed. What kind of casing is it in? It's not in a casing. How come? Because that would be processed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian. Who came first? It's okay. <laughs> it's frustrating. I'm just talking it through, yeah. okay? You're going to find yourself in a defamation I'm going to come down and get man. some. Watch yeah. me come down and get some. I'm going to come You're and not. get some. I am. Watch me. going to come down here. You watch She's me. going to pick the sausage out too, right in front of you. No, I yeah. won't. Look at this processed crap. I didn't it's call processed. it crap. I... You're dead. We call have, it processed. We have a sit and super coming in tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. We need right. a good soup tomorrow. Make it awesome. All right, sounds good. Bye. All right, bye. All right. See, why are you making him mad? Why you, are you made him that? mad. You said all oh, your it's processed. I was having a conversation. I didn't mean he processed it. You I'm... were wrong, and he defended himself. Hashtag I stand with Brian. That's fine. Hashtag Brian strong. Bradley's in. Hashtag next. sausage strong. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs>